This is the EP-Log audio experience. Okay, hello and welcome back to Talk the Talk. My name is Varun Painter and I am joined by my brother, friend and colleague, Glenn Ivan Suchita. For people who are watching this, you can watch this on YouTube.epilogue Media. And for people who are listening to this, you can listen to us on epilogue.media. That's the name of the website. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Savan, and recently joined Spotify India. And of course, we have a fan mail of sorts where if you want us to talk on a certain topic, you can write down your thoughts, you can write down certain topics, and you can send them to bonjour at epilogue.media. What's just... Uh but also feedback, not also just topics, feedback. but yeah, also no. feedback. If of you like course. this, if there's something more you'd like to see us do or talk about, we're open to it. And uh, we should have one episode out every week. Yeah. Also, right. also, when we talk about releasing one episode every week, we would love to hear from you guys as well. When do you want us to release one episode? Is it Absolutely. going to be a weekend? Is it going to be a weekday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday? I don't know, man. If, it's, if there's a certain time slot that's really feasible for you guys to hear us out, then let us know. We would love if, to make it happen you guys as well. are sick of watching our faces, you can now hear our wonderful voices. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, this, okay. We're doing this for you guys, so you let us know what works for you. All right, Varun, what is the topic we're going to be talking about today? Um, it's... Uh, Something that's not uh, a topic that you would that you would hear frequently. It's about accidents, man. Mm. I've had a I've had a few accidents over the years. I'm sure you yeah, you've had as well. Yeah. Accidents are are scary. They're terrifying. Um, it's 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 just it's just a, a moment in time where your brain completely stops functioning. You don't know how to react. You don't know what to do. And as a biker, I've had this funny funny. <laughs> I've had this funny thing happened to me always and I'm sure a lot of the other bikers who are listening to to this will will relate to as well when when, when I crashed or when I've crashed in the past on a motorcycle I don't care what's happened to me mm. I'll get up and I look at the motorcycle first and wow. that's and then five minutes later I realize ouch my shoulder hurts <laughs> my head is hurting out a concussion I I won't care about myself I'll get I'll see the I'll see the bike I'm like Damn, dude, my my father's gonna kill me. It's about thirty thousand rupees <laughs> worth of new parts. Actually, <laughs> it's, I, it's pretty I, crazy. I I get that as well. My first motorcycle was a proper motorcycle was was a stunner. Before that, we also had a a Shogun at home, and I had accidents on both. Yeah. But the thing about accidents in India is India is one of the most dangerous places for roads. Uh, with accidents, I think it's. The, the the reality is it's a question of not if it'll happen it's a question of when, when. it'll happen uh, because they happen so frequently in fact I was looking up some statistics there is one death that happens every four minutes on our roads yep so by the time this podcast is done there'll be 15 people who had been dead yeah um, so we'll try to not make this podcast very long yeah but um, it's it's a reality which is which is very scary that um, it can happen at any point of time yeah so and then there are a lot of factors that are involved uh, when an accident takes place. It's, it's, it's either the rider's fault. Sure. It's either I mean, very rarely do we have uh, the the motorcycle or the car going kaput. You have uh, an animal crossing. Mm. You have um, a, an obstacle that's that you probably can't see. Mm. And uh, you also have uh, people who are crossing the road, or mm. or you, it can also be the fault of someone who's. Mm. It cannot be a fault. It can be the fault of someone who's crossing the road, another yeah. individual. So there are a lot of factors that that are accounted for when you meet with an accident. Tell me some of the accidents that you've had. Dude, the 
Okay, so I graduated. I mean, um, if you've heard a few of our previous podcasts, I've, I've spoken of how I've graduated from a small motorcycle to a big motorcycle. So I started with the Splendor. Thankfully, everything went well with the Splendor. Small motorcycle. I should properly like gun it because learn, yeah, you yeah. have. I was, a, I, was a, I was a teenager and I had all this testosterone flowing, and I I used to like the wind in my hair and stuff like that. Long time ago, but. Uh, Everything went well with the Splendor. Nothing, nothing went wrong except for the fact that I used to get punctured so often because of my weight. I was a heavy kid back then, and the, the Splendor was like a puny, puny motorcycle for me. And my dad used to be like, every time he takes his motorcycle out, no, he'll come back with a puncture. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apart from a puncture, nothing serious. But then I moved on to a Charisma, and for 2007-8, the Charisma was a pretty potent machine, dude. Mm-hmm. Like 225 cc, quite with good power, no ABS, none of that jack shit. So. uh my first accident on a charisma damn dude yeah i, I remember it uh it was a friend's charisma mm. right it's coming back from college and back then we used to like exchange motorcycle hey you tu mera aaj bike le ja main tera bike le ja then we'll see you we'll correct in the evening back then we used to have like girlfriends and all that like charisma have a charisma bro like full power right uh and i was coming back from college and uh, i was behind this bst bus uh, bst is uh, a sort of a Uh, a mode of transport in in mumbai it's a big red bus uh, a lot of people use that for daily commute as well very easy very cheap um so i was i was staying behind this bus and i was in very close proximity to the tail back then i had probably a year of riding experience and i was riding already riding a big motorcycle and um, and the bus moved to the right and i was still following it and i i just realized there will be a little space on on the left and as soon as i moved on the left there was this big ass truck standing in the way and i just went into it at 60 km an hour and back then honestly um i used to wear helmets but there were days when i, I mean i was i was not wearing helmets luckily for me i was wearing a helmet so i ended up smacking my head into this pole that they have at the back and luckily for the helmet i was safe the bike was completely damaged but uh, uh as soon as my uh, head the hit the bar the visor glass broke and it cut it gave me a cut on on the upper lip so it's still there it's a very a delicate reminder of how things could have gone really yeah, bad yeah but the moment i crashed and and i and i went off the bike i got up and i started looking at the motorcycle I was like shit dude that's going to be a heavy expense on my father because it is it's not my motorcycle mm-hmm. and i have to pay it up front right mm-hmm. i ended up paying about 30000 rupees wow. and I, i still have to repay my father for that but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's all good um that's the thing with a motorcycle accident yeah. one at least for bikers it's it's not it's not it's not you it's for mm-hmm. for me it's all about the motorcycle dude it's i, I mean i've always grown up being around motorcycle so my affection for everything on two wheels is so strong mm-hmm. that it's it's yeah, it's like I, i if i have a broken bone it's it's fine man nothing should happen to the motorcycle cuz it's it's something <laughs> that you, it's, it's something that you ride every day really? you take care of it as a baby you sure. take care of it as a girlfriend and you you make sure it's clean yeah. and you just take care of it right as yeah. as some as, as a living individual so it really breaks my heart when something goes wrong with the motorcycle but but that was my very first accident and wow. uh, it, it, to be honest i was a noob back then dude yeah, i mean yeah. i still am in some ways but it was something that i could have avoided easily uh something that required common sense mm-hmm. and a lot of us when people when we start riding you don't have a lot of sense mm-hmm. forget being common about it yeah. yeah there's not a lot of sense it's just that 
motorcycles do that to you mm-hmm. they give you that sense of speed they give you that sense of power that butterfly in your stomach when you get on the gas that talk kicks in so it's a different experience well i mean i've always been a pretty conservative rider but i've still had my fair share of accidents and are we talking cars or bikes bikes oh wow bikes cars thankfully i've never had an accident in a car all right uh, that's good that's good <laughs> i'm generally at, i always especially on the road i'm always extra careful and we'll we'll get to that in a bit but for me with motorcycle my very first accident was It was a very silly accident, but um, I was coming back home and I had a, uh, a stunner back then. It was a just brand new motorcycle. I was very excited for it. And uh, before my house, there's a there's a right and a left and it's a bl- both turns are blind. So not really going fast and very sharp. I was maybe doing maybe 10 kilometers an hour and I was in second. And then I took the right and I took the left and it's a downhill. There was this cow that had just like ju- was in like a lake. <laughs> <laughs> and it was covered in crap and it, it, oh, some yes. idiot was chasing these cows right yeah. and he was throwing stones at them and chasing them with the, this thing so i took that left and the cow just popped out of nowhere surprise Smacked, motherfucker surprise. <laughs> and then hit my right side of the bike and it grazed essentially grazed through man right. i was coming back from college right. and right. i was in christ college in bangalore and, and i was doing a business course so we had to wear like formal clothes yeah. every day i was wearing a white shirt so this thing had grazed shit all over you with all this crap <laughs> and i was like what the f-? because the first thing in my head that i thought about was like college uh. you know how am i going to get the stain off cuz my mom going to kill me but then what i didn't realize is when grace threw me uh, the cow also hit the handlebar okay and my thumb essentially the handlebar completely bent and my thumb was lodged between the handlebar and the tank holy so shit it, it and it was like a little hairline fracture and and i i didn't know what to do because it yeah. was properly lodged yeah. and then of course you know i got it out um and the handlebar was completely bent got it fixed um the second uh accident that i had uh was um i had few accidents again very silly nothing this thing but um, this was involving someone else mm-hmm. um so i just got my bike back from service and i was all like you know excited mm-hmm. i put like teflon coating on mm-hmm. it and it was like nice and shiny but then you also uh, they put this rubber polish on the tires so oh, to make the tires yeah see. shiny so there wasn't a lot of a lot of grip available but i was at a signal and uh, waiting for the this thing and i just and the bike just finished running in so the, the guy was like okay now you can you know like rip it and like have fun with it so i was like all right cool man so light turned green i was accelerating hard but i was still under the speed limit yeah. on that on that road it was about 60 and i was doing about 55 hmm. And then I don't know where this another cow idiot, appears. No, he did on a he <laughs> did on a cycle. Yeah. He was a he was a dabba wala huh. on a cycle crossed path to try and uh, go on the other side of the road. And he he wasn't even looking and behind. So I saw him maybe around twenty five thirty meters away and slammed the brakes. No ABS like you said back then. And uh, and this was the stunner. And this was the stunner again. And. there was that coating on the tires which was just oh. so there was no traction at all and i was trying to avoid him yeah. and back then no no idea so of like counter to, steering yeah, or, yeah, yeah. tokyo drift <laughs> tokyo drift and all i could think was fuck i have to ditch the bike now cuz in that moment you know like tunnel vision kicks in you're sliding oh. and i was doing like 50 whatever slammed just slammed on the brakes the bike was not stopping dude it was just going fast cuz the tires were so slippery right and i was just like ditch all i could think was try to chuck the bike to the left side okay i don't know what i was thinking and i just like like bro try to chuck the bike to the left side to try and avoid hitting him 
and i tried to do that oh, but of course that yeah. would not work when yeah. i tried to do that the bike came around and instead of going directly into him from like from the front tire yeah. the whole thing was going towards <laughs> him like this <laughs> the whole thing was going to so i chucked the bike uh, i fell off yeah. and i was like sliding down and i could see the bike just like pass by <laughs> pass me by like this i could see the whole thing go to this poor cycle wala oh, it fucking hit him That the entire fly, bike the entire bike so oh, imagine like it was it, it was going straight towards tire front Dude, i have a very funny <laughs> visual of that yeah. in my brain right now so imagine so it was going towards him tire front and i was like okay i need to save his life so chuck it to the left side yeah. cuz he's moving to the right but imagine now the whole thing from the engine yeah. like <laughs> sliding towards like this now uh, horizontally sliding towards him and this like this whole big engine thing and this whole massive motorcyclist coming towards <laughs> oh, him he couldn't react yeah. cuz he was going so slow and he was like an older man yeah and it hit him he flew off the this thing and his entire dabbas fell off and and the um, uh, entire like food and stuff like that was thrown all over the place i got up for me i was thinking i wasn't thinking about my motorcycle but i was thinking about him yeah uh ran to him to yeah. see if he was okay his his cycle was trashed um and uh picked him up to see if he was okay yeah i think i still think it was his I, fault I, yeah because I, yeah. he was he was moving across yeah. and i still had right of way and i was still under the speed limit but of course the tires there was no traction at that point in time cuz we put like i put like polish on it and mm. shit like that um but my first instinct was to help the guy I said can I take you to the hospital and you need to take you to the hospital and we had crashed right outside Manipal hospital in Bangalore but he refused he said I want to go home I said are you sure let me take you to the hospital right now he refused so I said fine I said okay you know whatever it is my bike's involved and uh, this is you need to take responsibility in a situation like this you just can't run away so put his hire hail down on auto put his cycle in there uh, left my bike there took him to his home and uh he was obviously shaken up and stuff and his his family was like what the hell and all that it was like a really old like busted up cycle but i still gave him like 2000 bucks i said fix it do you still need me to take you to the hospital and he was like no 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 i'm perfectly fine and all that stuff and i left my number with him saying if you have any problems and i felt really bad about it if you have any problems just let me know and my bike was totaled the front was off the foot pegs were were busted and everything funny enough and this is this is a shitty part about being in our country cuz even when you do the right thing you will still get harassed and the, this is so i gave him my phone number i was like if you have any problems just let me know if there's any medical bills i'll see what i can do to help and you and then out. the problems appear and then the problems began dude i would get calls every day he had some cousin of his who could speak some english and started calling and harassing me abusing me Really? Like, yeah, saying I will where do you live? I'm going to come to your house and beat you up. And I was like, dude, <laughs> your guy came and crashed like it was his fault. I was being nice. I yeah. gave him money to fix his mo- bike cycle. I gave him more money than that cycle was worth for sure. Yeah. I understand that was his livelihood and stuff, but you also have to understand I have like 20 grand worth of damage on my bike. Yeah. And um, and as luck would have it, I I gave the bike for service, but insurance just expired a day before. So there was no insurance on the bike oh, as well. Damn. So I had to s- still pay for it like for the my entire amount. I'm yeah. still paying my dad <laughs> as well. And uh, 
they were harassing dude they were just calling up every day every day so how did it and finally end finally i got damn pissed off and i i abused him back again i will come to your place and beat you up <laughs> <laughs> well, i blocked that number but i was like dude what what do you want me to do like and i was just like this is what's wrong i i even told him like this is what's wrong when when somebody does try to do the right thing and still help you people like you still take advantage yeah so so, so here, here's the thing dude here's the thing um you know if if uh, if that individual is not coming from a very educated background exactly that's what it means uh, they try to take advantage of nice people because then they were like okay i met with an accident they'll give their number they'll give your number to someone they're like ye number diya meko you know this is the and and then what what happens is the the story changes yeah the story changes in a way that this guy deliberately hit me yeah and then it all becomes a big fiasco <laughs> yeah so i think that is what yeah. happened in your case that's what that's what happened in my case so so coming so the point of discussion is about accidents in yeah. india um what do you do when when they inevitably happen how do you yeah. go about it so i spoke so, of my thing where um, i uh, i think it was completely my fault i did not see what what was there on the left and i ended up crashing into a truck you spoke of an animal coming in and uh, you know uh, man, yeah. Uh, yeah and you also spoke about a cyclist coming in yeah. but before we move any further we would like to take a quick break uh, and we will be right back problems are everywhere some adjust their lives coexisting with it while some who can't do much but complain then there are some who just run away from those problems and here comes a special kind of people the dreamers the believers the ones who are not fond of the rules they are the ones who saw their problems differently they saw the problems as opportunities to change themselves and the world they rose by lifting others join us to know their epic journey of how they changed the status quo on being the change with me rohan thakar only on eplog media network All right, we are back on Talk the Talk where we are talking about accidents. We have heard of a couple of funny stories from you, Glenn, but I would like to take it forward with a couple more. Um, again, uh, I don't know if it's a pedestrian fault or what it was. I was on my, I was on my way to college uh, to collect the uh, final exams ticket. I don't know what it was called back then. Hall ticket. Hall ticket. Hall ticket. Yeah, hall ticket. I was I was, I was going to college to collect that, and uh, I was on my CBR to fifty, and at about eight thirty a.m. or something, I see. the signal light on the signal light is green and this old guy trying to light up a cigarette and crossing the road probably that oldie is trying to hide things from his wife because the way he was walking not looking around very cautious and stuff like that and then he sees me coming and then i see him crossing and then there's this in intense stare off and then we have a dance battle <laughs> so I'm going on the left. He's coming on the left. I'm going uh, on the right. He's yeah. coming on the right. So this guy's dancing, dancing all over the place, dude, in the middle of the road. And it, then it just became a thing of target fixation. Hmm. And I clipped you him. Go where you go, yeah. And I clipped him, dude. And I don't know if it was my fault because I had the green light on. That guy's probably not allowed to cross yeah. uh, when the light's on. And he did that, and he had a cigarette in hand, and he's dancing all over the road and stuff like that. And yeah. I ended up crashing into him. Yeah. And this happened at a place. This happened at four bungalows, dude. 
four bungalow signal it's it's a place very close to my home in uh, in lokanwala mumbai and uh, <laughs> it's always been the case that whenever i meet with a like, accident the first thing i do is call my father pops i have met with an accident come save me <laughs> <laughs> so i called him he was here bike was okay rideable condition but i parked it on the side i called a friend to pick it up the usual thing happens you have this mob that surrounds you and is trying to all get yeah. rowdy with you oh no you are the biker he is a pedestrian you have to take him to the hospital stuff like that and i was really mad back then uh, because um i realized it was not my fault i i still feel it was not my fault but as as a guy who's riding a motorcycle i think pedestrians have the way and correct me if i'm wrong but as a guy who or, or as a girl or whoever um as an individual who's riding a car i think it it goes in the order of pedestrian cycle uh motorcycle bike car. <laughs> bike car i think i think so, it's, it's I mean, that way in this case if if your light was green and he was essentially just jaywalking yeah. he was clearly in the wrong yeah but the truth is with our roads there are no rules like yep, people exactly, and, and fundamentally the uh, like when you were just talking about it, it just occurred to me that do you know anybody who hasn't had an accident i can't recollect no well, everybody so had if you it, think dude. about it anybody who rides a two wheel or four wheel whatever it is yeah everybody has had an accident in our yeah, even and if it's the smallest spill i mean they will still call yeah. it an accident so so i guess the question then is it's it's not a question of if it will happen of course it's a question of when it will happen but then what do you do once it happens so the best defense that you can have in in the situation of an accident is to always be prepared yep so always be prepared what do i mean by that firstly papers make yep. sure all your papers are in check yep. uh, insurance is up to date you have all your documents with you at all times so just to give if, you just yeah. to give a quick insight on the documents at least for motorcycles you need to carry your insurance of course you need to carry your license yeah. uh, you need to carry your rc book and you need to carry your puc yeah. four important documents Same that should always well. be there on the bike yeah. or so on you in cars i think for your first year you don't need a puc if it's a new vehicle yeah, yeah. but whatever yeah. uh those those same apply to to cars as well but it's always that's the first thing if you don't have those documents uh regardless of what happens you're going to get into trouble second thing is always like especially on our roads like it's so important to be defensive so with our jobs we're always on the road Yep. um touchwood again in 3 years that i've been in power drift i could till date i must have driven easily around 30 35000 kilometers i think easily. more than that dude way more yeah yeah more than that way more, more than that uh thankfully not a single incident has really happened there's with this one incident at auto expo where these bunch of kids rammed into our vehicle but i was stationary and these guys and three of them were speeding basically and they they hit the vehicle but there hasn't been a, a serious incident um and that's really important and it's it's scary because uh there've been instances on the road when we were driving where i've seen bodies on the road yeah. people have been hit and killed so it's it's a very very scary thought and as much as possible i try to avoid long distance driving as much as possible uh even i try to avoid driving as much as possible as well <laughs> that's my secret to maintaining a, a pretty decent record um but um uh second thing is make sure that you have other ancillary ancillaries like medical kit or or uh, stuff like that uh third i would say always be on the defensive side so second was always be on the de- defensive side defensive yeah. side of riding and driving uh it, it's always natural to want to get to a place faster 
but it's always better to maintain an average speed. So my rule of when I do say long distance driving is I focus on average speed than outright speed. Right. Uh, there been instances. There will obviously be instances where you have like a nice road and it's clear and and you'd want to go a little faster. But always focus on maintaining an average speed. In India, if you maintain an average speed of 60 kilometers an hour, given our road conditions and traffic, that's a great speed to maintain. And you'll get to wherever you are. It's always better to be at a place a couple of hours or whatever late than to not reach at all. Yeah. Because better late than never. Better late than never. There's always that one moment that yeah, can change everything. Hundred percent. Um, I still remember uh, we were doing a shoot in Valparai, um, and uh, there was a bus. I was coming out of a blind corner and it was technically I wasn't driving it was another car uh in front of me and he was in the right lane he was on the right way on the left side going up a u-turn bend and this bus guy tried to pull a racing line and clip the apex of that wow. of that of that coming down and this was like really high up we couldn't see him he couldn't see us and slammed straight into the car and um, what are you going to do about it and that bus almost fell off that cliff Wow. So it was just hanging on the edge there, just almost fell off, and it rolled down. It had been a really, really bad instance. Now in that case, we had all our papers in check. Uh, we were in right of lane. Uh, we also had eyewitnesses, uh, but then it also got me thinking. It's better to invest in one of those cameras yeah. that you have, like yeah. your dash cams. Yeah. Super important. It's always better to do that. They don't cost a lot, and um, in this case, our job was really the the the, the truck driver was shat his load because he saw the edge of that cliff and where yeah. he was going yeah. and he almost saw his life flash before that yeah. so he was crying yeah. he was in like a, this thing so us we were like really pissed off because like the car is completely ruined up in front radiators busted and we were ready to like you know go at him but then he was crying and then we were like okay calm down yeah. so then we got him out we made him sit down we got like some water just calmed him down and and all of that stuff and then lucky nothing happened to the bus so in like 10 15 minutes yeah. he was the problem with india also is rage rage yeah and i have been on that side i yeah. mean no shame in admitting that but when 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 two vehicles collide yeah. it's always it, it, you know most of the times it it ends up in a fight dude yeah. it's like i am right the other person's like i am right yeah. and then nobody's right yeah. really it's 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 an accident that's meant to happen or it has happened already you can't do anything about Absolutely. it it's happened the damage has been done let's Absolutely. look forward and let's find a way out because i've had a couple of accidents happen after that and i realized dude damn it was somebody's fault it's okay Absolutely. yeah as long as i'm safe in in one in in one piece that opposite person i mean likewise for the opposite person Hey, it's, it's good to go. That's you live to see another day. Yeah, man. Absolutely. If you live to see another day, you're good to go. Every time there's been an instance of rage, it's always made it worse. It's always made always. it worse. Always, yeah. Always made it worse. Uh, so, like you said, it's better to calm down. Yeah. If you need to defend yourself, it's always better to also record on your phone. Yep. In case you need circumstantial evidence, in yeah. case it goes to like see a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people in India also don't like going to the police. They don't yeah. like. taking because for them if it goes to the police it's going to the court and then it's just a waste of time i'll have to attend the court session there'll be a calling and stuff like that so a lot of these times people try to solve it at that spur of the moment exactly um unfortunately if it's a big car then the damage damage is too high to be solved and that's where i think insurance comes in right so in your case what would you say would be like have you had a situation where it's gone up to cops and beyond uh fortunately no okay i mean it could have gone uh, it could have gone in that old guy's case uh pretty learned guy pretty educated was talking in english 
but the thing is he was how did very, you resolve it yeah so we had to take him to a hospital so my dad is is a doctor is reti- he's retired now but he had he, he was working in this hospital called cooper hospital in juhu so we took him dad took him in the car or i was in the car we took him in a rickshaw i don't re- recollect a lot of that memory but we took him to the hospital had him checked paid for his bills paid for his medicines um gave him a gave, i mean apologized really my dad was like you have to apologize you have to apologize he's elder than me mm. that's when everything my adrenaline went low and i was like okay fuck i am wrong he is that guy is way elder to me and probably i could have i could have slowed down uh, and probably gotten gotten some things right and um so how did you resolve it with him finally nothing we just dropped him back home gave him his medicines uh, gave him my number and he's like if you ever need anything in the next 14 15 days till you recover please let, let us know and we'll be more than happy to help you out and what did he say he's like yeah sure because because after a couple of hours when when the anger goes down is when you sit back and think okay this guy's helping me out he's he's taken me to a hospital he's given me all the medical attention that i've needed and i'm i'm okay nothing's broken um, i can still walk i can still talk and i'm back home he's done all that he needed to do and, <laughs> and yeah man what what more that's can perfect, you do exactly that's a perfect way to do it but do you know of any instance where things have gone out of yeah. hand or uh, could have gone out of hand uh, where i ran maybe not with you but also with somebody you know um, and how they dealt with it i don't recollect any incident of so that sort i remember rohan had a really bad accident yeah rohan had a really really bad accident yeah. and back then i was not a part of power drift but uh, i was following him on facebook and stuff like that and i believe the case is also still ongoing really so, i'm not so sure of that so those yeah. of you who don't know rohan uh, was riding his motorcycle back one day i think it was a fireblade back then no that was the rsv4 uh, the rsv4 and he was at a signal yeah standing 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 at a signal yeah and some guys in a scorpio came and rammed him from behind and it was really bad and and his leathers got um, wrapped in in like a hook and he was dragged for a couple of kilometers and yeah. broke tons of bones in his body and yeah. it was really bad internal bleeding and it was a pretty bad accident man yeah and it took him a while to get back 6 months yeah 6 months so. i think it was completely bedridden about yeah. a year to properly start walking or something yeah and it was it was a really bad situation and i believe that uh, the truth is i mean he he is lucky he's his philosophy and asked him about this a million times saying that you were not in the wrong you was you was you was standing, standing at a signal yeah. like how much more innocent can you be and he's like man i'm just happy to be alive of course but there are court and legal proceedings still going years on later going yeah. on against whoever that person is but apparently he's a big shot and you don't know what you can do yeah. i guess it'll just drag on for some more time yeah um but another common uh, place to meet with accidents is just when you've gotten on at least for more statistically yeah i mean it's it's a lot of these accidents happen when you are in the vicinity of your home yeah so this is statistically 80% of the accidents happen within 5 kilometers of, of your home. radius yeah of your home radius and that's that's what happened that, that's actually one of the accidents i've dealt with i got i got on a motorcycle again head into college and i don't know what frame of mind i was in but i completely missed this car that was coming out of a building and i rammed into the car i fell down exactly i had no broken bones nothing but i just ended up looking at the bike damn that's another kharcha so uh, what what one should do and i think we have preached this uh, in a lot of the uh, in a lot of our pdm meets as well when you get on a motorcycle even if it's for a kilometer or or two maybe please make sure you wear your helmet you ha- you have no idea if i mean at least wear a helmet not you riding here i understand but at least wear your helmet because things can go wrong fast and if they go wrong fast then 
there's no scope for you to recover that is yeah. rule number 1 wear your helmet the second thing is whenever you're about to get on a motorcycle talk to the motorcycle is what rossi does with his mo- with his moto gp bike he sits down he prays and he has his word you know um you know keep me safe whatever he does and i uh, i've started doing that uh, since i've realized that it makes a huge difference it keeps you the focused mindset. yeah beca- because it keeps you ready that it it shows that you're ready the motorcycle is ready for you you're ready to ride that motorcycle it just makes you um attentive and i always and even even with media bikes and even before i enter a race i'll just have like a quick 15 minute chat with the with the bike saying that you know what keep me safe i'll keep you safe wrong input is wrong output let's be safe together and uh, yeah man it's it's, it's worked out for yes. yeah, it's worked out every single time luckily for me so that is that those are those are the two things that one should keep in mind at least before getting in on a motorcycle the third thing is obviously common for both cars and bikes is to have your documents on mm-hmm. all of them um what happens or what should one do at least in the in, in the space for car if you meet with an accident because the airbags go off and i believe the punch of an airbag is pretty strong it can probably cause a concussion <laughs> yeah. as well so correct I've, I've, i've never experienced that before uh but uh, generally with car accidents as well the first thing is because you're in a car depending on what has happened if it's a bike or a pedestrian I, in my case i always say you need to take responsibility right. and and what we discussed earlier the, the rest of it can be happened dealt with later but human life is the most precious um so in that situation what can you do to resolve it that's the the focus with cars um of course buckling up super important across wherever you're sitting the front or rear very important seat belt um second is uh, driving position so for me on the roads i'm a very defensive driver i'd i'd much rather let somebody else take overtake yeah. then rather i'd always <laughs> give way yeah, yeah. i i i drive very i drive like a grandpa mm. but i'd prefer doing that yeah. than anything else yeah. um but you always have uh, moments in your in your life when you're in a car on a bike or you'll you'll have some guy who will follow you exactly because the thing with motorcyclists is that in today's day and age a lot of us wear gear yeah gear is flashy Yeah. and you have one of these uh tapores or so to say they'll come behind they'll say oh this guy's wearing gear means he's ready to race let's get on and he'll come by he'll come right next to you get in front of you brake hard try to swing around and stuff like that and that's when you get charged exactly don't get charged folks don't get charged it will <laughs> land you up in trouble <laughs> yeah dude even keep with testosterone in check keep your testosterone yeah. in so check so other things i found that have really helped me just be a more safer driver overall a second thing is your driving position so in, in a car you don't have as much vision mm-hmm. uh, as a motorcycle because you're essentially you know cocooned in so making sure that your mirrors are adjusted right yes. uh, so ideally the distance between uh, your your wrist should Uh, if you were to extend your hands out fully your wrist should line up with the top of your steering wheel uh, you want your steering wheel to just be a little bit above your chest and these make a difference your driving position makes a difference to your vision mm-hmm. um uh, aligning your your mirrors the right way so you have as li- less blind spots as possible generally the most common blind spot in a car is in your a pillar it's the first pillar that you see outside of your door uh generally the thicker the a pillar you you tend to not have vision That especially vision, yeah. coming out of like say a lane you can't really see what's coming up so in that case you you want to what i tend to do is wherever i have a blind spot 
um, I'll try to look around it. If I still can't look around it, I'll just go a little bit ahead or a little bit behind to see if I can look around it and then crawl my way out. Right. Um, crawl my way out, not like attack it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super important. So with cars, uh, just being getting uh, getting in the right driving position makes a difference. Second thing that I've, I've I found out that also makes a big difference to how you drive on the road is is the uh, is for me at least is the music that you listen to wow. so whatever you're listening to inside of a car can can alter your mood so if you listen to something that's a little bit more upbeat a little bit more angrier yeah. you tend to also take in really? that mood wow. at least i found it okay. i found it to be true and there's some science to back it up as well yeah so generally um of course using your phones is is an obvious no no yeah. but um i always try to listen to like a podcast or 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 something more relaxing that um, that doesn't require too much of my attention to listen to right so i can keep my focus on the road um and that's pretty much all you can do mm-hmm. but what 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 happens um if you end up in a really bad crash in a car because you're essentially stuck it's a box it's a, it's a tin box so to say in the simplest and plainest of words how does one get out of a car do you wait for backup or do you try to wrestle your way out of the car oh man it's it's uh, it's not an easy question to answer um i'm trying to think of any situations where i faced where we've helped people get out of a car so there was one incident um a couple of months ago when i was coming from the expressway from pune to mumbai and a honda city had crashed on the opposite and i was coming from mumbai to pune so i was coming to pune yeah crashed on the opposite end flipped a bunch of times and came into our lane wow across the expressway so you can imagine how bad of an impact yeah, it was yeah uh the car was upside down the luckily both the occupants in front were buckled in uh so they were suspended as you were went parked the car on the side obviously my car first hazards on uh ran to the car um if you can set up like a triangle like the yeah, the yeah, triangle yeah, ahead just to alert people that something's uh, just to alert people that that you know something's happened is there if you have somebody with you that also helps where somebody can sort of just wave to traffic and and indicate people to slow down went up to them they were fine luckily the car was built well airbags deployed even though they were upside down there was not a not a single scratch on them so they were very yeah, lucky yeah uh the doors unlock slowly bring it out but make sure that your head is protected in that situation to sort of help them out mm-hmm. and they walked away scot free they Damn, were absolutely dude. fine yep of course that would deal with insurance and stuff like that later on and then in a road like the expressway where you have a um, lot of cameras and and good infrastructure there was a vehicle like a tow vehicle there within 5 minutes uh, i think uh, the rules have also become pretty strict when sure. it comes to over speeding on expressways Sure. um i as a listener i think you should adhere to that speed yeah. it's just in the safety in the interest of safety for you guys i mean i i know it's not a lot of fun when you're riding at a certain speed sure. on the expressway but it's it's just something that will keep you safe so like i said uh, in the beginning as well like it's about maintaining average speeds rather right. than outright speed right. um of course with all rental cars and taxis now they've they've put speedometers at I love kilometers that. you do i do i you do really? i do because i think I'll, i'll tell you something uh human psychology says that if it's not your own vehicle you'll tend to push it a little more sure you'll tend to push it a little more if it's your vehicle you know you have to pay um whatever your your maintenance and something will go off and you will have to change something in the engine but when when it comes to another vehicle especially if you're young you will try to push the vehicle a little more knowing that it's not your vehicle 
and uh, i think it's a great move by uh, some of these rental car companies yeah and also it's it's a government it's a law, it's a, it's a law. Yeah. and the government's also taking a few other steps mm-hmm. um they're also pressurizing manufacturers to make mm-hmm. airbag standard mm-hmm. with abs or right. even with motorcycles as well airbags right. also to be uh, abs to be standard across i think from 2019 april 1st 2019 april, april 1st every 2019. vehicle that will be launched after that date yeah. will have abs so that's a good move um i know i could have avoided hitting that that <laughs> that cycle guy if i had abs back then um also uh, so the government is taking steps there they've also started with new cars they have like a a speed warning that 80 uh, when you oh, hit 80 yes. and i think the sias has it who a I, lot of new cars lot right of from the the sias the the new honda civic as well that i drove recently so um, the the beep is so on for the longest one time? beep at 80 mm-hmm. and then when you go to 120 it constantly beeps till you get down yeah so wow, so dude I, so i was excited to drive the new civic and and we were outside of bangalore and we had a nice road i was i was going really fast and and i went up to like went up to like maybe 160 yeah and uh, it kept constantly beeping and instinctively i slowed down yep so it was yeah, and and that, that at, at one point i was i was ready to like sort of trash on it saying that you know civic is a driver's car you know you you want to have that this thing to speed and then you have this little nanny reminder going beep 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 and I, but then instinctively i was doing what i remember i was doing about 160 and then i was like you know what is not worth the risk exactly dude that's that's that that just that's that that beep is what reminded me and then i started doing a little bit more research about this and then i found out that in japan speed limiters come with all cars okay they, they're all locked to 120 km or na 1 110 every car every car even if you buy a nissan gtr what it's going to lock it's going to be locked to that speed unless you go to a race track So ah. then the GPS, this thing turns off, and then you can holy you can, shit! You can you can you can take it. Do you think that's a good speed. idea for India? So I think it's a good idea, but then of course with every solution, though, I mean they all you can you can say okay, let me restrict speed, but there are obviously use cases where you can say where you need that speed, like if if you're being chased, for example, we know that robberies are also on the rise, uh-huh. uh, where you need to go faster, for example, that's there could be a use case there, but of course. overall those are very small use cases i'm sure speed limiters the truth is if we can't be responsible enough ourselves somebody has to be responsible for us and the data shows otherwise that we're clearly not responsible with with the vehicles that we have mm-hmm. which is why government has to step in and say okay now we have to put a foot down and clamp down on this does it right. suck yes it really does suck yeah but if it means that It's going to lead to I, less, I think it'll be yeah, less fatalities for both cars and motorcycles. Then I'm sort of on because India as a country is growing by leaps and bounds when it comes to the auto sector. People have that purchasing. Yeah. yeah, people have that purchasing power, and I mean it's it's become a norm for Indian societies as well. You know, you have one bike, one car, and you're you're good to go. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Earlier, earlier we spoke of how I met with accidents and how Glenn met, met with accidents, but. a uh, couple of simple things that can actually help you avoid um an accident on a motorcycle one of them is is vision vision um when you're in a motorcycle you have the most vision unlike a car where you have the pillars in the way on a motorcycle you have a good amount of vision train yourself to look from the corner of one eye periphery peripheral yeah to the other it's just having like a good 180 degree vision what what happens is if you're about like like what happened with me earlier when i met with one of my accidents i ended up hitting a guy who was crossing the street if i was looking at something else i wouldn't have probably fixated my target on that poor old guy but that's what happened one 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 training that you can do is look for as far as you can as wide as you can 
and if you're approaching a target just look away and you will go there and that's a training when we were vision fixation vision, vision fixation so this is this is something uh, so essentially uh, anybody's been to a raising school yes that that was, that was the next point that's one of the basic yeah. training techniques when you're about to get into yeah. racing look where you have to go Absolutely. and you'll end up there exactly so instinctively you look in a direction your body will automatically right. tell your car or bike to sort of take it there right um and i guess with that um, we're seeing an increase in racing schools as well that's a great so, thing to happen to india so Because what do you think of going to a racing school to become a more safer rider or driver my 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 idea with a racing school is just calling it a racing school is wrong it's a riding school for people who want to be safer uh, on the streets a riding school is the perfect place to be at because get into a riding school learning the basics of just how to handle a goddamn motorcycle becomes so clear you have these basic five things you'll be like ah damn i i wish i would have known that earlier it just makes you a better rider and those tricks can be those those lessons those tricks those techniques can be applied to real life as well so i think it's a great thing whoever's listening to this um if you have a motorcycle and you want to be a safer rider there are a ton of schools in the country i'll just name a few you've got california superbike school you've got apex riding academy you've got throttle wide open racr by rajini uh atomic motorsports so you have all these schools in india that that that, that are taking shape and form in the best way possible and i think one should attend uh, a riding school and make yourself a better rider another thing that i would like to add to is what happens or what should one do when you're when you're about to meet with a crash because you don't really know what's going to happen um the best way to describe is your body freezes your mind freezes you're locked in a state of panic and you don't really know how to how to meet with an accident so to say and that's what's happened with a lot of my accidents as well there are two types of accidents one where you slide and one where you have an impact the sliding bit is pretty easy uh uh you get off a motorcycle and you're covering a certain distance in in and and you're basically taking your body along also in such instances the best thing to do is roll is is roll because what you're doing is you have you're carrying a lot of kinetic energy with you and if you don't roll a certain part of your body is going to take the brunt mm. even if you're wearing the best of leathers if you keep sliding the leather's going to wear off and what's going to happen next so is you're going to spreading out the impact yes you're spreading out the impact and what's going to happen after that is your skin's going to come in contact with the ground and you're going to have a lot of friction burns yeah so the best way to avoid that is is to roll is is have your body trained for this fact that you if you are ever going to meet with a crash let the kinetic energy be dispersed through a roll the second thing that i was talking about obviously is impact ah it's to be honest impacts are bad man because everything all the energy that you're carrying is just it just explodes on one point of your body correct and that's what happened to me very recently i i fell on my shoulder one point one point you're high sided right i high sided i and then high sides are bad high sides are uh high sides can cause more damage than low sides low sides is when you skid uh high sides is when you go over the motorcycle and that's what happened i ended up with one injury in my body which was dislocating and fracturing my shoulder 
and nothing else happened i had no scratch on my body no nothing yeah cuz it's it's your weight of your body multiplied by the speed at which you plus the energy yeah. and it it just explodes this when you hit the force is equal mass times yeah 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 some einstein shit dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> some newton so. einstein shit so it's 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 something that uh, one can really take care of one can really but but impacts i i still feel uh getting out of an impact is is way more difficult than just uh, sliding or stuff like that um when it actually happens don't get up immediately uh you don't know what's wrong with your body uh you don't know how many broken bones you have you don't know how many bones are dislocated and i ideally want one want one to just breathe for like 10 seconds take take five mm. or six deep breaths That's a good point. uh because there's so much adrenaline kicking in uh you you're going to tire yourself out so just take five or six deep breaths just relax uh wait for people to come by what usually happens is if you're one of those people and if you see an, a friend injured or just lying on the ground um don't pick him up by the neck mm-hmm. that's where the maximum injuries happen so what 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 I, with what i hear and what i read um when there's a severe accident people try to lift the neck and mm-hmm. that's where the spinal cord is that's mm-hmm. where the medulla oblongata is and uh, you know in a lot of these cases it's results in paralysis which which ideally could have been avoided if if things were so if what's things what's the best way to pick someone up from a motorcycle accident ideally wait for the medical to swing by ideally wait call up call up an ambulance wait But for if you absolutely must let's say there's some chest compression or something like that and you need to lift a person up ideally i would i what i would do is i would ideally try to slide a blanket or something below it or maybe a harder surface and try to pick him up that way oh. if you have a helmet on lift the whole body lift the whole body don't lift a single don't concentrate all your energy on one a specific part. yeah right. um ideally wait for the for the medic to arrive or if you're in a situation where there's no medical assistance nearby you can obviously have the entire body kept on a stretcher of sorts and wait for wait for like help to arrive shifts. Yes Stress. also when you're about to remove the helmet um a lot of uh what happens is when you have had a head impact uh you remove the helmet and uh, blood's just blood just starts flowing in because you've had a head injury you don't know what's happening on the inside so when you when you have or when you see a friend that's down open his visor talk to him see how he's feeling if he's not conscious then i would avoid uh removing the helmet but if he's conscious talk to him yeah. and slowly take the strap off a huge, a lot of people don't know how to remove the double d ring yeah. watch videos of it online i mean it's it's a 2 minute process but that's that's also going to help you just chop it off chop chop off the chop off the string and then slowly remove the helmet make sure the the head does not move a lot that, yeah. the head is the most sensitive area if you hit that you're gone so make sure you follow all these small but necessary steps and i think you or your friends going to be fine mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully. Uh awesome. yep and, and I think with that uh, we have pretty much covered everything on on our experiences when we, we meet Thankfully, with Thankfully we don't have a lot of experience. Yeah and I think it's 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 safe to keep it that way. But if you ever meet with an accident or if one of your friends meet with meet with an accident please make sure you follow all these small but necessary steps. Um and uh, yeah man hopefully and 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 other rules as well uh, where your helmet where your riding gear where your seat belt make sure in the speed limit and always keep an eye out my father used to say this one thing and he still says this when you're driving everyone else around you is an idiot <laughs> and 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 i feel it's true because you don't know what's going to happen in the very next second yeah you treat it that way india is a country 
uh we have laws but a lot of people don't follow them including turn signals and going from one lane to another and lane cutting and stuff like that so it's always better to be safe than sorry true and i think uh, on that note we'll end this episode uh i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode on accidents uh meanwhile you can check us out on epilog.media that's the website and that's where we go live we also there on apple podcast google podcast castbox savan and spotify uh do subscribe and do comment and let us know